You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, Andre! Don't tell me! What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hit the Books. I almost said Independent Order because I'm not used to opening this show. But we are here to book SmackDown and Raw for you on the way to Fastlane. I am your host, Mikey Man, Freddy, the head booker of Friday Night SmackDown. And joining me is a very upset head booker of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Ryan Knightsey. Ryan, you good, bud? No. No, I'm not good. Because the wrestling world got cool, and <laughs> I'm screwed. <laughs> oh, oh no, I think I know what you're referencing. I hope you know what I'm referencing. I know, I know, I wanted you, you know, I was trying to set you up for the reveal, because it's your brand, Ryan. So, last week... You know, trying we, to yes end you here. Last week we did a whole intro about who we thought was gonna be the surprise person at AW, and there were some not nice picks, and we had some ideas and whatnot. Um, and we knew that episode was gonna come out afterwards, and yet despite all of it, despite all of the stuff, I doubled down <laughs> last week on my storyline. I was so certain it was someone else, but turns out that AEW signed Christian Cage, which means my entire storyline with Christian has been trashed. Yeah. Um, and also last week's whole promo has... Now, in, in this, now in the shark cage, nobody. Exactly. Last week's promo has been now trashed because in that universe, Christian is already debuted in AEW. So that's that's that, you know, like that whole great promo I wrote last week is gone. If it makes you feel a little better, I also got a little bit uh, messed up on my road to WrestleMania because uh, my current tag team champions are Morrison and Andrade. And the, the, you're fine because Meltzer reported that uh, that request to leave was denied. So yeah, he's, he's going to be yeah, sticking around. Now, for now a I just longer. feel shitty using Andrade. Yeah, well, at least you're using him. I mean, I mean, at least you're using him. Where I'm forced to now rework everything. Can I tell you what my plan was for all of this Christian nonsense? Yes, please. Because now it nothing matters anymore. Mm-hmm. It's gonna do the shark cage. Edge was gonna win. Christian was gonna do something to help Edge win. Okay. Edge gets the win. But we continue the storyline. Randy Orton still wants his comeuppance because now he blames Christian for the loss. Mm-hmm. And I was leading to Randy Orton versus Christian at WrestleMania. <laughs> that was a match. Yeah, you're right. 2011, back in big, back to back to the rip. main roster. Uh, well, I was going for one more match: Randy Orton versus Christian. That's what I was leading towards. Very. I mean, yeah, that's upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. That's upsetting, but also, Ryan, guess what? What? It's season four, episode 20. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that cheered me up quite nicely. It's episode 420, baby. <laughs> it's, I, you know, that never registered to me, but I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on it. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's not episode 420, but it's like... You know, kind of. Yeah, no, it's it, it's on the on the uh, season it's order. The funny number on it's season order number four twenty. Yeah, you know that's that's a, that if we this is a TV show, that's what it would say. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, f- episode four twenty, he in the house in his house. <laughs> um, Christian's an AW, and my storyline's gone. So Before I guess gone right before Fastlane. Yeah, I guess before we get to like all the booking stuff, do you want to talk like thoughts on Christian and AEW, Mikey? 
Thoughts on Christian and AEW? I'm ex- I'm excited to see what they plan on, how they plan on using Christian over there. Yeah. Uh, what it, what his exact role is going to be, um, and if it's wrestling, what kind of storylines he's going to be in? Is he going to go after the TNT title? Is he going to go after the, the, the AEW championship? Who is he going to feud to establish being there? Well, because I would love to see Cage versus Page. <laughs> you know, Ethan Page. That is. What about Cage versus Page, Adam Page, or Cage versus Cage, Brian Cage? What what if what if it's Cage versus Cage versus Page and Page in a cage in a steel cage in a cage in a steel cage? Mm, now we're talking. Brian all, Eric, Cage and Christian Cage versus Adam Page and Ethan Page inside of a steel cage. What about all four in a team together, the Cage and Pages in a steel cage against Wardlow? <laughs> I want Wardlow, baby. Um, yeah, no. Uh, well, they're already. It's already sort of alluding to the idea based on the previous Dynamite, uh, not this previous one, but last week's Dynamite, uh, that Christian and Omega would possibly be one of the next storylines. It's probably Eddie Kingston first, but uh, Christian it looking like the AEW World Title, which I'm conflicted about. I don't necessarily like. You know, uh, all the stuff we get. I shot him into a title shot just yet. Yeah, all the stuff we get about, like, you know, the 50 year olds going for titles. Um, you know, and then Christian, that's what it's looking like. I mean, I get it. I also have heard, like, people being like, well, look, it's Christian. He hasn't wrestled in a couple of years, so he's probably a little bit fresher than, I mean, Goldberg hasn't wrestled in a couple of years, but I don't know. But either way. Goldberg uh, just doesn't care about his body, so I'm sure he doesn't do anything to prepare for his match because he's like, I'm Goldberg. It's also Christian's not going to win the title. I don't. I wouldn't put that if I was AEW. I, I wouldn't put Christian have the title. Who, I think that'd be insane. So that, that brings up another question: Who who dethrones Kenny? It's got to be Hangman, right? Yeah, I, I think Hangman's the the best pick. I think uh, it just has to be Hangman. I think the Kenny Omega Kenny Omega uh, title reign defenses will probably be in no particular order. Eddie Kingston, Christian, Pac, um, maybe Pentagon as well. Man, imagine, imagine that. Yeah. Here's the here's the world I'm picturing, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Everyone's vaccinated. Yes. Revolution 2022. Get your vaccines, folks. Revolution 2022. Mm-hmm. Fucking packed house. Ooh, packed house. Main event with pack. <laughs> packed house, right? Mm-hmm. Main event, Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page for the AEW World Championship. Honestly, I feel like that is the match you go for next revolution. I think think the next, like, you have a lot of solid challengers with Kingston, Christian, Pac. You know, you can throw, like I said, you can throw Pentagon. You can probably, you know, you can maybe do MJF or something. We, we need a whole. We need a whole. We need a whole storyline of Hangman learning to not be an alcoholic and love himself and do the whole road to recovery with Dark Order. Yeah, the one downside to those names I just picked, um, you know, Kingston. I mean, Christian's new, so obviously it didn't affect him. But Christian and Pac, and I don't know. Those are a lot of the same people that were challenging Moxley for his title. True. Um, and obviously it's going to be faces, so we can see Chris Jericho now that he seems to be uh, passively turned face. We could get, at blood at blood and guts when it happens, we can get the inner circle versus the outer square. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a bunch of squares over there. Uh, um, yeah, there's a, a, a lot of shapes, a lot of shapes. Penta, uh, inner circle, uh, <laughs> a lot of shapes. <laughs> Uh no yeah I mean Death triangle the triangle the triangle um uh yeah no it's uh I, I would love to see someone pop Triple threat, up circle square circle versus square versus triangle yeah I want to see like people pop up in to the main title like a lot of the people I just named are like upper mid carders or title contenders but like mm-hmm. I don't see any of them winning the title anytime soon I think Kingman Page is the person you take the title off of Omega with. I think that just it I, sets up perfectly for that storyline. Agreed. Uh, like, Pac would be cool, but I don't, you know, Paige would make a lot more sense. 
but yeah, I uh, think Paige has to be the one to literally like dethrone Omega. Like, like have Omega do like a Moxley level run. Yeah, and but, then have Paige come in and end it, and finally get what he started in AEW for. You know. Yeah, but I want to see in this Omega title reign him take on a challenger that is, um, you know, a mid Carter that's bumping up to upper mid card. I mean, upper mid card you can say is is Pac. You could say is uh is is Eddie Kingston. Um I want to see someone I want to see someone bump up into that. And honestly, I am I'm going to look at the roster right now. I, would, I don't even know who would be a great uh, necessary pick. Maybe maybe uh I don't know, Dean Malenko. Let's put Dean Malenko in there. Um, I'm just gonna look it up real quick because I don't really know. Um, like, but no, like Adam Page would make the most sense. I guess he's maybe an upper mid carder now, but that you know maybe that's that. But I want to see, you know, I don't know. Let's just who would be a good challenger, babyface challenger to take on Kenny Omega. Oh man, I mean maybe Dustin. That's not fun. <laughs> that's not no. Fun. Jungle Boy just doesn't make any sense. That's not interesting. <laughs> Jungle Boy doesn't make any sense to me. Luther, Miro, Miro? No, he's a heel. Um, it could work. Make it make it work. He can make it work, but I don't know. It's that's definitely a TV match. Um, Big Show, maybe that's fun. I'm sorry, who? Sammy Guevara would be a would be that person. Maybe. Sammy Guevara versus Kenny Omega would be a bomb match. I think Sammy Guevara is the guy. Instead of Chris Jericho, you do it Sammy Guevara style. He's the like, he's that I mid carder you bump up. He's the mid carder you bump up into a, a world title title shot. He's gonna lose. He can, he, I was like, he could definitely carry that too. Yeah, he's he's gonna lose it. He could step up, but I think a step up is there. Anyways, we're not here to talk about AEW. Two weeks in a goddamn row. I'm sorry, folks. It's just the the hot topic of the wrestling world. But uh, right now, uh, we're here to discuss, like Mikey said, uh, our bookings for Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. Like he's Mike, Mikey said, every single week, we book our own version of Raw and SmackDown. Uh, mm-hmm. We present those cards to each other and, and to you, and to you, the lovely folks at home, get to decide who had the better show. Was it Raw? Was it SmackDown? By voting on Twitter uh, every weekend. So, Mikey, I guess let's get to it. Why not? Yeah, let's jump right into it. Why don't we start off with Monday Night? Well, okay, so first off, I have to address, obviously, the elephant in the room that is uh, the Christian situation. Um, And so what's going to happen is basically last week, my amazing promo is gone, but the majority of it's still there. So instead of it becoming a steel cage match um, with... A shark cage match? Sorry, yes, a shark cage match with Christian in the cage, uh, (laughs) Christian cage in in the shark cage, Christian Cage and the Christian Shark Cage. Uh. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's going to be Blessed of Holy Water. Um, it's going to become a Christian Cage. <laughs> I don't know why that popped me so much. Um, instead... The, the Christian Cage is Christian... Christian Cage is Christian Cage. Oh, my God. Uh, so the the Royal Rumble opportunity is still on the line, but instead of that, it's going to be an ambulance match. Um, an ambulance match nice nice yes i'm sort of i it was my backup idea um if christian wasn't gonna just be, in case yeah just in case um and that's what we're gonna do here basically the idea is still that edge believes and randy orton needs help and so he's going to uh def- beat him in an ambulance match um because that's how he gets help uh by going to the and hospital then- and then if if Edge wins, Orton goes to see Doctor Shelby. Exactly right. The only the but only also therapy is not a joke. If you need it, please do get it. In. The it's only therapist important. in WWE's uh, Doctor Shelby universe. Uh, so we're going to start off uh, with all that being said. We're going to start off Monday Night Raw, where an ambulance is driving to the ring. It arrives. It parks near the entrance ramp. Who's driving it? None other than Randall Keith Orton. Okay. Uh, Orton climbs on top, sits on top of the cab. Orton says that last week, Edge, you said I needed help and challenged me to an ambulance match. Well, let me tell you this, Edge. I don't need help. I've never needed help. Why should I get help when it led me to 14 world title reigns? Why would I need help when it got me to this match on Sunday where you were, like a fool, you were putting your Royal Royal Rumble opportunity on the line? 
it looks like these voices in my head have not only led me to greatness, but led me to what I wanted. Um, so from my perspective, Edge, I'm not the one who needs help. You need it. You need to learn how to get in those deep desires, Edge. You're willing to tell all these people that retiring and losing that world title years ago is not eating you up inside. You mean to tell us that you are perfectly fine seeing your spot lost? I want the old, or sorry, trust me, I don't like it. And many of our, many of the old veterans in the back don't like it either. Why are you so different? Well, it's because, Edge, you're lying to yourself. I know you have that drive. I know you have that desire. I want to see it. I want the old Edge back, the rated R superstar. That's what this is all about. The future is not coming because we're already here. Stop lying to yourself, Edge, and embrace our shared greatness. I will help you when I throw you into this ambulance, slam the door behind you, and send you to a place I know will help. I will fix you, Edge. Mark my words. I like that Orton is taking Edge being, like, not a heel anymore so personally. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. he's like, listen, Edge, you're the rated R superstar, buddy. You're my friend. No, you're not. You're not you're not this savior that you think you are. You're not you're not the, this pioneer of the the new stars like you think you are. You're the rated R superstar. You're you're the star here. You're the future. Not these not these guys. Yeah. Me and you, buddy, all the way. Mhm. Mhm. Uh just then, Edge's music hits. Uh Orton stands up ready to fight, stands up on top of the cab. We see behind Orton Edge climbing to the top of the ambulance. Uh Orton doesn't see him. Uh, Edge gets on top, and Edge back body drops Orton on top of the ambulance. Edge then picks him up and hits the execution on top of the ambulance, and Edge stands tall. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. I like that. Yes. Big big start to Monday Night Raw here. Big start big to opener. Monday Night Raw. Uh, moving right along, we got a six-woman tag match. We got Asuka, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke. Taking on the team of Liv Morgan, Chelsea Green, and Mickey James, otherwise known as the Squad. The Squad. Um, let's see. Let's see. Can I just do this real quick? Hello. hello, hello. The, the squad. squad. I don't know if that worked. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know either. I think that delay was too much. Maybe this one. The, the squad? squad. That one's you, not bad. You you have given yourself too much power. I have. And I'm happy about Lifty it. sound effects, I will say. Well, uh, speaking of power, the winners of this match are going to be... The, the Squad? I'm just going to assume you put an effect on it again. I'm always going <laughs> to... At this point forward, I think I'm always going to put an effect on it. <laughs> oh, man. I don't, know what's the be- I don't know if it's the best effect, though. I don't know. The Squad? Maybe, yeah, that's a better effect. So we'll do that one moving forward. This, uh, is, this, is, this is the content you crave, right, folks? Mikey, I can put an effect on you if you want. Why don't you why don't you give it a little try? The squad You love love to hear it, folks. You love to hear it. And now both of us at the same time. Three, two, one. The squad <laughs> I'm sure that sounded great over the internet though. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, move right along. Backstage, heaven machinery, walk into the LLC locker room, LLC office. MVP is sitting there at a desk while LLC are sort of training. Because you know you always got to be fit. (laughs) Everybody's training around MVP while he's just doing paperwork. Well, of course. He's the boss. Uh, Tucker asks uh, that MVP wanted to see them. Or asks if MVP wanted to see them. MVP welcomes them. He's the fucking principal. Yes. MVP welcomes them in. Thanks for joining him. MVP says that he knows why they're here. You know, I was moved by your stories two weeks ago. Uh, and I feel like I should do something about it. So MVP pulls out his cash briefcase and says that he has a couple thousand dollars in here. So you can take that whole briefcase if you all want it. Uh, Tucker and Otis are very thankful and reach for the briefcase. But MVP shuts it close and LSE stops training and I'll stand behind MVP. MVP says that he is a businessman and this is a business transaction. You can have this money, but you have to exchange something in return. That's how business works. Do you all have something to offer? Otis and Tucker think about it for a second. MVP says that, you know what? I think I have something in mind. Oh, interesting. Are we going to hear what that is? I don't know. 
what, what, what am I, the booker? <laughs> Stop asking okay. a question. I guess I guess we'll see in time. Yes. Next up, uh, we have a match. Candice LeRae taking on Tamina with Nia Jax in her corner. Um, uh-huh. uh, Candice LeRae gets the easy win. Here. No, sorry, not the easy win here, but it's she gets the win. There's a lot. Of, there's a back and forth. It's not a squash or anything. It's there's back and forthness here. After the match, LeRae says that she just took down a bigger competitor with no outside help. I'm proven that I'm a badass. I've proven that I can take down the biggest. But Bailey, you think I can't take down the best without some cheating? Guess what, Bailey? I'm willing to test that theory this Sunday. You versus me. I'll show you who's the smarter wrestler. So there we go. Candice LeRae gets the win. Challenge is Candice LeRae versus Bailey. Yes, that makes it official. Cancel Ray versus Bailey at Fastlane. All right, I'm excited for that one. Yes, me too. Me too. I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. I already know what's going to happen with it. Very excited. I love. I love when I get excited for matches that aren't for titles. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, part of it was that I had no title matches anywhere else. <laughs> I had. I was like my 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 women's title is already booked for WrestleMania. My tag titles. Uh, mm. you know, again that whole storyline got screwed up. So I've been adjusting. Uh, and I'm nowhere close to that this heavy machinery storyline for a title match this Sunday. Fair. Um, so uh, you know that's them's the breaks. Uh, next up we got backstage. Ricochet is going over their game plan tonight. Uh, with Murphy and Black because in the main event tonight it's going to be Alistair Black, Murphy, and Ricochet taking on the six the three man team of One Nation, United States Champion Tommaso Ciampa, Akira Tozawa, and Apollo Cruz. All right. All right. I like it. So they're going over the, their game plan. Alistair Black is staring daggers at Murphy. At some point, Black questions uh, whether or not they can actually trust Murphy. Uh, because long ago, Black in, in some sort of, I believe on the Survivor Series team, said that he couldn't really trust Murphy. Um, Ricochet says that Murphy is cool. Murphy uh, corroborates, I guess, that story. Staring daggers back at Alistair Black. Uh, Ricochet leaves and Black steps up to Murphy and says that if you backstab us, I'm going to rain vengeance down on you and kick your head off where you stand. Murphy says that he would love to see him try. Uh, Let's go. Black then leaves. Uh, and then we cut to outside, to sort of lighten the mood a little bit. We're, we got, we open outside picture of a grill. The grill opens. What's on the grill? Steaks. Otis and Tucker are taking those steaks off the grill and they're serving them to LLC. I love it. Is that is that is that what the deal was? That's part of it, probably. The deal was they had to have a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess that's part of the deal. But we'll learn incredible. more of what that deal is, I guess, in the future. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> but yes, a two for one backstage, two two short backstage segments back to back here. Um, so a little, cheat, a little cheaty there, it. maybe in terms of the the show, but I figured they were both really short. So oh, that's fine. I I listen as long as look we get we get a we get a, a barbecue, a what we get a, a LLC heavy machinery barbecue, and I could not be happier about it. Yeah, I had a, I had a different idea, which I'll probably do next week. Um, but uh, you know, I I don't feel I I think I needed to do something else. Before I get to that other idea. So, get it, strap, strap in, folks. Uh, next up, uh, we have uh, a, a singles match. Shayna Baszler. She's taking on NXT wrestler Indy Hartwell. Um, you know, a- Indy from NXT, of course. Shayna Baszler yep. is pretty much a squash match. Shayna Baszler defeats Indy Hartwell. Okay. After the match, Baszler gets on the microphone, reminds the WWE Universe that she is the women's division in WWE. And that she's beaten everyone on the roster. Uh, Rhea Ripley walks out, which of course slightly scares Baszler because it was out of nowhere. Ripley stands unwavering to Baszler and says um, that you haven't faced me. And we end with the two of them staring each other down. I love it. Hardcore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to start officially building up those two. Rhea Ripley absolutely unafraid. <laughs> Unafraid, unwavered, Uh, not even scared. Love it. Uh, Next up, we got a video package. It's sort of building up the rivalry between One Nation, Ricochet, Aleister Black, and the rest of the locker room. 
Um, just sort of that that whole storyline of basically one nation just tearing up everyone, uh, literally tearing up everyone. Um, you know, them taking the U.S. title from Ricochet, Ricochet vowing, you know, he'll find some people to help him out. Uh, mm-hmm. The storyline with Aleister Black versus One Nation, and this this all leads into our main event match, which of course the six man tag: Black Murphy and Ricochet versus One Nation. Yes, very excited about that. Lots of tension between these two, Murphy and Black, uh, during the match. Obviously, there's going to be lots of tension. But it is ultimately Alistair Black, Murphy, and Ricochet that get the win here, Mikey. All right. When Alistair Black pins Tommaso Ciampa. Whoa. That's huge. Yes. Which, when we go to commercial break and come back, it is officially announced that at Fastlane, it will be Alistair Black challenging for the United States Championship uh, against Tommaso Ciampa. I love it. I love it. Big, big time stakes here for uh, Fastlane coming up. Big time win for Alistair Black and the team. Uh, mostly for Alistair Black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, no, nothing happened with Murphy. But it was just That's lost true. attention. Um, moving right along into our main event segment. Uh, it's going to be a contract signing between Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship match this Sunday. Keith Lee says that he respects Drew McIntyre. You know, he's a star already, a former Universal Champion, a former WWE Champion as well. But that's the thing, Drew. I am the current WWE Champion. Just like your title reigns, your time has passed. Like I said, I am the legend of the future, Drew. That includes taking down the legends of today. Uh, McIntyre says that this is a match that he has wanted for a very long time. You're right, I was a former WWE Champion. In fact, almost two years ago, I won that title. And two years later, I will get back to my throne, Keith. Then Drew gets strangely serious, and he says that I'm done playing around, though. He gets up, flips the table out of the way, and yells at Keith Lee that I learned that you need to fight for what you want, Keith. And what you're getting is not going to be a walk in the park. I will fight you for that championship. I will be your biggest task to date. I can promise you that. My throne is calling, and I'm coming home. Drew and Keith butt heads and stare each other down. Drew extends the hand, and Keith accepts it. All right, I like it. So little, I'm li- so excited for these two to kick the crap out of each other. Yeah, it, it's one of those matches, admittedly, that's like it's better. It's probably going to be better in action because like there wasn't much of a build, so I was trying to add a little fire into it here. You know, there there are two baby faces. That's a little bit of the challenge. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I would be really down for a Keith Lee versus Drew McIntyre match. <laughs> I think just that'd be really good. Um, yeah. so that's basically the impetus of that idea. That's fair. I agree. It's probably, probably take dope. It'll, it'll probably be dope. I don't know why I said, I don't, my, my whole sentence got messed up there. I was going to say it'll probably like, I don't, you know, I'm not even going to bother <laughs> talking, talking is hard right now. And I don't know why I'm glad, I'm glad you're having these issues on the podcast. <laughs> It's a, it's a, listen, it's the point is great match. I'm excited. Yes. Uh, and that is it for Monday night raw. Uh, Mikey thoughts, comments, questions, concerns about this episode of Monday night raw. I love it. I like, uh, Orton challenge. I like the beginning where Orton is like, you know what? Guess what? Ambulance match fight me. And I just like, I bet. (laughs) 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 And edge, uh, hits the execution on the ambulance. Uh, Huge win for the squad. Huge hold win on, for hold Alistair on, Black. Hold on. Sorry, say it again. Huge win for the squad. Perfect. Huge win for <laughs> Alistair Black. Uh, getting that, getting that United States title shot at Fastlane. Rhea Ripley, absolutely not scared of Shayna Baszler. I'm very excited to see. That's the honestly, that's the match I'm most excited for. Which match? The Bailey Candice Baszler Ripley. Baszler Ripley. Uh, that's yeah. That match is going to be happening at. WrestleMania, not at Fastlane, just to make Still, sure. Still, though. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah. That's... At Fastlane, I am excited for uh, Bailey Candice as well, though. I think that match is, like, that match is, like, a lot of my matches at WrestleMania are going to be, like, literally months in the making. <laughs> Fair. Uh, and that's one of those matches. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm very excited for all of those matches. I'm very, very excited for my Fastlane side of the card. But I'm also very excited to learn more about your side of the card, Mikey. So let's get to it. Let's talk about Friday Night SmackDown. Yeah, let's do it. So opening up the show, we have the new Intercontinental yes. Champion, Seth Rollins. Yes, if you did not listen to last week's episode, you got to listen to it, folks, because big-time change-ups 
happened yeah, last big time, week. Big time shakeups happened last week. The randomizer got us good. Mm-hmm. Or got me good, I guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins opens up the show as the new Intercontinental Champion. He grabs a mic and he says, Just as I foretold, a burden as heavy as a championship of this caliber is only able to be shouldered by yours truly. Owens was a pathetic champion, and Mastiff had no right to be anywhere near this belt in the first place. Now, this title is exactly where it belongs, with the savior of SmackDown, and out of reach of anyone who was unable to shoulder such a heavy responsibility. Now that my reign has begun, I plan to find someone who's worthy of even challenging for the title, and so far, not a single person on this roster is able to step up to me. As he says that, Dave Mastiff comes to the ring and steps up to Rollins and says, Since when were you the one who decides who's worthy of a title shot? That title is earned through hard work and dedication and has a legacy like no other. I've had my eyes on that belt for a long, long time now, and last week you stole it from me. You didn't even pin me, and I could tell that you were avoiding me the entire match. So if you think you're the gatekeeper of the Intercontinental Championship, why don't you prove it? This Sunday at Fastlane, why don't you put your money where your mouth is and take me on one-on-one for that championship? Oh, Rollins mulls it over for a second and responds and says, You don't get it, do you, Mastiff? I'm better than you in every possible way. I'm smarter, faster, work harder, and I'm more resilient than you ever could be. I want you to know that. So I accept your challenge. But not for me. Not because you're a pushover and I can beat you with my eyes closed and retain my title. I'm doing this for you. To teach you that you've been way out of your league here on SmackDown since you arrived. You should go back to NXT UK where Dave Mastiff really shines. Because frankly, you don't have what it takes to be here. And this Sunday, I'll teach you that lesson the hard way. And at the end of the night, I'll be the one standing tall. Mastiff rebuttals and he says... Funny you say that, actually. I wasn't quite finished issuing my challenge, but since you were so eager to accept, I'm sure you won't have a problem with our stipulation this Sunday being last man standing. Oh, there we go, folks. Rollins looks a little angry, and then he starts to laugh, and he says, this this is perfect. This will finally teach you the lesson that you just aren't good enough. Rollins and Mastiff stare each other down. Wow. Wow. There we go, folks. I love Seth Rollins with the IC title here. Really plays into the Messiah thing, and I'm surprised they haven't done it on the main roster because I think it really works. I like the idea uh, that the IC title is, and you're sort of, you didn't ever said it, but you alluded to it quite greatly that it, this is his cross to bear. Yes, you know this. This is you know this is his burden that weighs on his shoulders. You know if if we're look if we're going with that idea, we're going with uh, Seth Rollins as this Jesus figure, this like self righteous <laughs> Jesus figure. Then this is his cross to bear, the IC mm-hmm. title. Uh, and I like that this is uh, going to be in a way Mastiff's final test against Seth, against Seth Rollins. Um, everything that. Rollins originally trained him on and all, all, all that nonsense going into uh, the title match. I'm excited about it. Big title match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very stoked about this and uh, the implications of where this is going to go. Me too. After that, we have match number one opening up the show. We have Karrion Cross versus Shelton Benjamin, and Karrion Cross picks up another victory. Getting on a roll, getting on a roll here for uh, his his title match with Sami Zayn coming up this Sunday at Fastlane. Sunday, uh, really Sunday, building Sunday. some momentum. Sorry, I interrupted you with nonsense. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> yes, this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Karrion Cross got the win here. So good on him. It's, I mean, it's Shelton Benjamin. What am I supposed to say? Yeah, yeah, Karrion Cross over Shelton Benjamin, just easy peasy. You know, just like I said, building some momentum for Fastlane this Sunday. Mm-hmm. After that, we have a. Uh, backstage segment where we have Styles and Balor who find Morrison and Andrade backstage. AJ Seth steps up and says, you know, I've been thinking about our deal last week and waiting until WrestleMania for a shot at those titles just doesn't sit right with us. We want this shot at Fastlane and we're gonna get it. We talked to GM Page and set up a little challenge. Balor and I in a tag team gauntlet match tonight. 
if we win, we get our shot this Sunday instead. Morrison kind of smirks and he says, and when you lose, AJ says, oh, don't worry. The terms of the deal from last week stand. We won't challenge for those tag team titles ever again. And to make sure you accept, we added a bonus for you. You get to pick the opponents. Deal? Morrison smirks and says, deal. Okay. Okay. I assume that's the opponents for the gauntlet match tonight. Yes. Wow. And and the and the rest of it. And and the rest. <laughs> no, yeah, big time. But a lot of it I don't know. It's it part of me it part of me says thinks to myself that it sounds like you're sort of maybe adjusting for something just in case. Maybe. Maybe just maybe just a little bit. Maybe I'm maybe I'm, I'm adjusting for so yeah. Maybe I'm adjusting for something just in case. Maybe maybe I don't know, one of my tag team champions suddenly not being in WWE anymore. Mhm. Uh after that we have match number two. We have the reverse of last week. We have Tony Storm taking on Dakota Kai, a match I have just been dying to have here on SmackDown, and I'm so excited it's here. Um, of course, Tony Storm with Piper Niven and Dakota Kai with Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, during the match, Raquel Gonzalez tries to interfere, but Piper Niven stops her, and the two brawl on the outside until Piper throws Gonzalez into the corner barricade and hits a cannonball, sending them both through the barrier. Oh boy! Uh, which which lets uh to- which causes the which Kai gets distracted by Tony Storm is able to set up the Storm Zero and win the match. There we go! Very good jobs, Tony Storm, making up for that loss last week. Um, with uh, her partner Piper Niven losing to Raquel, losing to Raquel. Mm-hmm. Um, very good, good job, Tony Storm. Yeah. All right. And after that, we have a video package, and it's Sami Zayn sitting in a dark room in the back, and he says, Cross, this Sunday is going to be a war. And as 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 he speak like like as he's speaking, uh, I'm just gonna say this like right here. Mm-hmm. As he's speaking, clips from his match with the fiend from Elimination Chamber keep like flashing on the screen. Yeah. During like like intermittently during his promo. Yeah. I have never faced someone like you in my career. No one nearly as brutal, as powerful, as menacing. Someone who takes absolute joy in destroying their opponent's very being. But yet, I'm not afraid of you. The idea of this match is firing me up more than you can imagine. I can't even sleep most nights because since we came face-to-face, my body has been pumping adrenaline through me. I want to be the one to hand you that first real loss. I want to be the one standing over you holding that title high. I want to be the one to end the story of Karrion Cross. This Sunday is going to be one of the most important matches of my life if I want to cement myself as the greatest universal champion of all time, and I don't plan on letting my story end at Fastlane. So Cross, be ready for the fight of your life. Oh, hot damn. Look at that jam. Um... Yeah, no, I like how in this carrying cross Sami Zayn feud, the Sami Zayn is giving the dark menacing promo uh, against carrying cross. Yeah, but I think it works. I think it works. I honestly, I don't know what you're thinking, but honestly, I am unsure whether or not Sami Zayn is going to walk out champion at Fastlane. I know that you love Sami Zayn, I mean, but it's also I like mean, that, I mean, cross, that's, that's what I mean. That's the whole point. Right? That's the whole point. You've bought me into the match because it's also like. Well, Sami Zayn could... No, there's not going to change the world title at Fastlane. And then it's like, well, I mean, it's because Car- it's Karrion Cross, He could win it. But Sami Zayn is... You know, that's pretty good. I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued. You bought me in. Mm-hmm. You sound like you son of a bitch. Again, hook, line, and sinker, baby. Mm-hmm. After that video package, we have a backstage interview with Sasha, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, and Elias asking about their match tonight. Sasha steps up and says, this match is going to be nothing but a speed bump on the way to Fastlane. Carmella and Corbin have been a thorn in my side for weeks now, and I planned on showing them why messing with me was a huge mistake. I got some backup tonight to even the odds, so when we win, they'll have no excuses. Then, this Sunday, I'm going to beat Carmella, retain my SmackDown Women's Championship, and then I'm going to go on to WrestleMania and do the exact same thing against Sonya Deville. And anyone who challenged me after that will see why no one can step up to the boss. Whoop. I like how she's saying this in front of Bianca Belair. 
Yeah, I, I, I was writing this promo and I thought I did think about that. And also Elias. <laughs> Elias, you'll never challenge for the SmackDown Women's Championship. <laughs> I love it. You'll love to see it. I love I love the idea of Elias challenging Sasha Banks, though. That'd be pretty hilarious. <laughs> uh, after that backstage interview, they head out for their matchup next, which is Elias Banks and Belair taking on Sonya Carmella and Corbin. And in this match, Sonya Carmella and Corbin pick up the victory when <laughs> Corbin pins Elias. Corbin Set, pins Elias. Good job, setting King up, Corbin. Setting up for the fast lane pre-show, Corbin <laughs> versus Elias. <laughs> the rivalry that never ends continues. The uh, forever, forever rivalry. God damn. God damn, Elias King Corbin. Uh, why do we keep booking these guys? Honestly... Because all of my other matches I didn't want on the pre-show, and I needed something for the pre-show. And no, I figured, yeah. what's better for the pre-show than Elias and Corbin? That's very accurate. Which is upsetting, probably, but also very accurate. <laughs> it's just, it's just like, come on. Listen, come listen. On. It's not. It's not. It's not. I'm, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> oh man, I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, after that, we have another. We have a backstage interview with Styles and Balor asking about their match tonight. Asking about their match tonight and why they asked for a match where the odds are so stacked against them. Balor says, "We agreed to do this because we know how many people believe in us. We know that we have what it takes to outlast any team. Morrison and Andrade pick for us. We're hungry for those tag team titles, and we said we'd do anything to get our shot. Now that it's so close, we're going to put our money where our mouth is, and we're not going to let it slip away." Okay, there we go. And that leads up to our main event, Styles and Balor in a tag team gauntlet match. First team up, Brizongo. You know, they wrap this one up pretty easily. Yep. Nice, nice and clean. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Nice and clean. Setting up for their next opponent. Oh, sorry. Actually, let me let me preface this with something. Okay. Before the match starts, Morrison and Andrade come out and say, we wanted to come out here and get a front row seat on commentary. But right before we start, I wanted to say, I wanted to announce that each team in this gauntlet match was given the same deal. If they take you down, Styles and Balor, they get your title shot. Yeah. Just to make sure no one's pulling any punches out there. Yeah, I like that. That's what I wanted to say. I anyway, like that a lot. Back to the top. Styles and, Bal- Styles and Balor, Brizongo, easy peasy. Next up, next team is the Usos. Uh, which, who they also beat. It's a little bit of a harder fought battle, but they still end up coming out on top. After that, it is the Street Profits. Uh, Styles and Balor are ty- very tired at this point. Uh, and they the Street Profits don't, don't do the thing that you think every face team does, where it's like, you know what? This one's for you. And they, like, leave. Yeah. Uh, they, actually have a, they actually have a fight. Perfect. Making it, making their way downtown, beating up three guys so far, or six guys, I guess. Yeah, Styles and Balor again come out victorious, and that's when Undisputed Era shows up. This one, this one's a war. These two absolutely kill each other. It's Fish and O'Reilly, by the way. Of course. Yep, the classic. Uh, Styles and Balor pull out a victory narrowly, though, uh, when they're setting up for the the high low and. Uh, Stop. They're set. They're setting up for the high low on Styles, but then Balor comes in and hits a nineteen sixteen when uh one of them's running. I, I think it, who who does like the the high part. I want to say it's typically O'Reilly. Okay, uh, so he he nineteen sixteens O'Reilly or no not nineteen sixteens. What's the, Sling Blade? Yes, Sling Blade's O'Reilly. Uh, before you can hit it, and uh, AJ is able to like get like a roll up on Fish. And like sneak it out, mm-hmm. uh, and after after they beat Undisputed Era, Morrison and Andrade leave the commentary table and attack Styles and Balor from behind, and announce that they are the last team in the gauntlet. Of course, of course, yep. why not? That's a great idea. Yep, just try to pick up the pick up the pieces here. You know, pick up the scraps. They've been fighting. They fought what four teams before this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Morrison and Dry are the last, the last team up. Uh, but Styles and Balor do end up getting the victory here over Morrison and Andrade. Hey, 
pulling it out and getting their title match this Sunday at Fastlane. There we go. Against the tag team champions, Morrison and Andrade. There we go. You'd love to see it. You'd love to see it. A hard-fought gauntlet match. Nothing better for a gauntlet match to to make sure a team gets all the way through. We're, you know, they're, we're no longer, you know, have the stipulation. It's just going to be straight for the titles this Sunday at Fastlane. Yes. You'll have to see it. I, I keep saying that's like my, my term. That's... But it's like... Yeah, like, like I say, like I say, that's a big win. You say, love to see it. Love to see it, folks. Uh, no, yeah, I, that, I think that's that very strong. For SmackDown after that. Yeah, no, very good. I thought it was a very good SmackDown. Like I said, I like the Sami Zayn promo. I like the Seth Rollins uh, cross to bear basic promo. Um, you know, nice back and forth win, 50-50 booking. But, you know, every once in a while, you got to do a little bit 50-50 booking. You, know, you can just make it mm-hmm. simple. Um, between Storm, uh, Team Storm and Niven versus Team Kai and Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of stuff that's just, you know, setting up for matches at Fastlane. Same sort of premise. It's, it's. I feel like last week was maybe a bigger week. Well, this week was, you know, setting those up and solidifying those points at Fastlane. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about those matches at Fastlane, Mikey. Um, this yeah, is, let's let's go down this card we have all set up here. This is in no particular order, but the pre-show is going to be Elias versus King Corbin. The, the match this of the is century. In no particular order, but the pre-show is set for sure. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Uh, what do we got down on this list, Mikey? Uh, all right. Well, we got. Again, no particular order. We got Edge versus Randy Orton in an ambulance match. Winner faces Keith Lee for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. We got Seth Rollins versus Mastiff for the IC title in a last man standing match. Wait, which way are you going? I'm going down to up. <laughs> and I'm going top down. Yeah, we're going to meet in the middle. Right. Cool, sounds good. I'm going to be stuck in the middle with you, babe. I just wanted to make sure we were doing that. Uh, we got Keith Lee taking on Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Uh, we got Styles and Balor officially taking on Morrison and Trotty for those SmackDown Tag Team Championships. We got Aleister Black with Ricochet and Murphy taking on Tommaso Ciampa with One Nation for the United States Championship. We got Sasha Banks taking on Carmella for the SmackDown Women's Championship. We got Candice LeRae taking on Bailey. Bailey, <laughs> Bailey. For some reason, you put a lot of emphasis on Bailey, and I just really enjoyed it. Um, for the Universal Championship, we got Sami Zayn defending his title against Karrion Cross. And finally, we have Tony Storm and Piper Niven versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Also, I just read all the Raw matches, and you read all the SmackDown matches. But, I mean, that's 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 totally fine by me. We switched. That's totally fine by me. Uh, no, yeah, and we got that interbrand match uh, in the middle there, right as well. Yeah. Um, you know, very solid fast lane card. The, this is also also not just the the another you know the fast lane card before WrestleMania, Mikey. This is the the first show on Peacock. Do you think this show will uh, be uh, a big enough and interesting enough show for? Uh, I'm the surprised people... they didn't wait it out until after Mania. For what? To put the first show on Peacock? No, I, like, think... I feel like the first show on Peacock should have been Backlash. No, I th- well, I think they're doing it now because you, they'll get like Peacock would get a, more money if they had WrestleMania on there, so they would want, Peacock would probably want before WrestleMania, and they're doing Fast Lane as like a the the test uh, for WrestleMania, just like they did NXT Arrival before WrestleMania all those years ago when they launched the network. At this this pay per view this on on this Sunday in, in real life will probably be a little janky on Peacock. Uh, just because it'll be the first one. It'll be the first time I believe Peacock will ever have done live streaming of sports on their uh, network. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's gonna go perfect the first time. No errors, not even a little bit. Exactly. Um, but do you think this uh, this show will be exciting enough for those people that are jo- on Peacock, big sh- big fans of Friends and The Office, uh, wanting to? Hey, you know what? I'll watch this wrestling thing for the first time ever. Do you think this show will captivate our audience? I think so. I think so. I think we have a pretty good I think we have a pretty good fast link card here. We have pretty huge matches, I think, in terms of like like we have Edge Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. We have uh Rollins Mastiff, we have Keith Lee, Drew McIntyre. Obviously we have Elias King Corbin, the match everyone wants to see. 
Sammy's gonna take it on Cross. There's some there's some big time matchups here that I think people are gonna be stoked about. Yeah, there's old versus new, a good even of of men, women. Um, you know, love to see it, I think. And plus you got Elias and King Corbin for free on YouTube. So, you know, what's better than that than seeing uh, one of the best matches for free? Exactly. Um, so there we go, folks. That is this week's episode of Hit the Books. But before we go, like always, we're gonna hit that randomizer. Every single week, you folks, you kind folks at home vote the scariest randomizer of them all. Exactly right. You kind folks at home vote on uh our Twitter page at Countout Pod every single weekend to vote on which show you liked more. Was it Raw? Was it SmackDown? And uh of course the loser who has the weaker show is going to get hit with said randomizer. So Mikey, the the show before Fastlane, one of the scariest like you said, the scariest randomizers that exist. Um let's let's start rolling, why don't we? Yeah, let's do it. Let's knock it out of the park. Okay, and the winner of the randomizer poll, Mikey, was Monday Night Raw gets oh, the win. No. <laughs> you have a you have the tendency to have if you lose uh and have to get hit with the randomizer the the day before uh you know the episode before a paid review, it has tended to be really bad for you. Is this a I'm on a losing streak right now, aren't I? A little bit of a losing streak, but hopefully uh you'll get back get back a little bit. But mm-hmm. let's let's see how much you get back. Here we go. I'm gonna hit the randomizer. Uh, like you, like we said, you don't have a good streak when it comes to the go home show. No. Uh, randomizer hits. It's been rough. It's been rough. You lost a lot of num- a lot of people. A lot of people. Speaking of people, yes. we didn't even talk about it. There's two people that are now eligible to return, and that was uh, Grand Metalik and R Truth have both returned on this these shows. They're both eligible to wrestle now. And who knows? Because we're not gonna, we didn't use them. And then, uh, of course, there is... Uh, yes, I'm so I'm so thrilled about getting Grand Metal League back in the order. And, of course, we got Fastlane, which is going to be a uh, Humberto Carrillo return, if you want to use him. There you go. There we go. There we go. Sami right. Zayn, here we go. Humberto Sami Zayn, Carrillo. Sami Zayn's buddy coming back to help him be carrying cross. There we go, folks. Uh, Mikey, I would say this is an easy one for you because I think you've already done it. Um, the randomizer poll is a gimmick match. Make a match. A gimmick a gimmick match. match. Guess what? You got a gimmick match. You got a gauntlet match in there, got bud. A gauntlet match. Yeah. All right. That's... I was ahead of the randomizer on this one. So you were you you were safe. You made it through. All right. I did it. Yeah. Congratulations. Randomizer feeling a little merciful today. Apparently. Yeah. I, that doesn't bode well. It doesn't bode well for me in the future. Maybe. No. Uh, but there you go. Congrats on uh, making it through, Mikey. All right. All right. I got ahead of it this time. I'm excited. Okay, give me one moment because my cat's trying to climb onto my banister. So, Mikey, close out the show. Uh, give me some plugs. All right. Uh, so, if you if you like this show, and you, you can go check out the other shows here on the Count Network. Uh, if you like independent wrestling, I I have another show on the Count Network called Independent Waters, where me and my me and my buddy Zach Batista take take you through the independent wrestling scene and uh, give matches for you to watch. And if you like uh, stuff like that match, if you have your dose of death every Tuesday, uh, Independent Waters is every Wednesday. Uh, and we have had to talk to your friend about wrestling every Thursday here on the Countout Network. So go check out all the fun shows that we have here for you to check out. We have a little bit of a little bit of everything for everybody. And if you like New Japan, Ryan, of course, has G1 and only every other Monday. Uh, so go check that out if you are into New Japan and the G1 Supercard. Uh, like I said, we have we have a we have a little bit of a a little bit, a little bit for everybody here. It's a lot of different tastes for different folks, you know, here on the Countout Network, and uh, that's just how we like it. And if you, and if, and if you feel so inclined, we would like it. Uh, we would appreciate you if you gave us a five star review over on iTunes. Uh, send those our way. Help, help a budding show like us grow into something magical, <laughs> and get more eyes on the show, so you have more people to geek out about our cards with. Yes, no, great, great plugs there, Mikey. Re- greatly appreciate it. Um, I'm gonna plug one more thing. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just stay out there. G1 and only. There was a new episode of G1 and only last Monday. We're talking there blue. We're talking blue wolf. <laughs> blue wolf. All right. A, a Mongolian wrestler that was in New Japan's G1 climax uh, only once back in 2004. Um, that's right. In, in WWE, there was John Cena. In, in New Japan, there was Blue Wolf. Um, so get ready for that. But also I'm going to plug that uh, if you're hearing this, um, uh, then, uh, I mean, if you're hearing this, then congratulations. Thank you for hearing this. 
but I'm just going to say that uh, the thing, and then uh, okay, uh, 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 this. So uh, it should be out this week already. But I was a guest on the Wrestling with Edwards podcast. Um, All right. Uh, talking of Scotty over there on that show, uh, Scotty and I uh, have also did. Uh, we've been doing or started doing a a match race game. So basically, we're basically a game where uh, the two of us are going head to head, see if we watch the most wrestling matches in a year's span by the end of the year. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's a thing. We're doing a race here, Mikey, where we're doing this. Loser has to donate to the other person's charity of choice. Uh, we already got our charities out there. There's actually an article about it on the Countout Pod, uh, or Countout, yes, CountoutPod.com. You can go check that out as well. We have an article uh, giving our February updates where we talk about our best matches in February and sort of update where we are, how many matches we've seen and whatnot. He's beating me, Mikey, and I don't really like it that much. Uh, Damn, how, come on, man. But don't worry, I'll, I'll beat him eventually. I'll, I'll round the corner. The, step up, step up for Countout. Yes, I gotta step up. I represent Countout here. Um, but yeah, so check out the light, the light blue brand. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so check out uh, Wrestling of Edwards uh, and the latest episode where I was the guest. So yeah, I'm gonna plug that. Um, but yeah, that is it for this week's episode, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Of course, you can subscribe to the show. We greatly appreciate it. We also really appreciate it. Uh, if you can leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, uh, we would greatly, like I said, uh, pod, uh, those reviews on Apple Podcasts um, help uh, out a lot. The majority of listeners, let's talk facts. Let's talk numbers. Let's talk stats, Mikey. Uh, the majority of listeners huh? on uh, podcasts in general listen to podcasts through Apple. Um, so uh, that's where most people listen to podcasts in general. Uh, so more reviews on Apple Podcasts mean uh, more people will listen to it. Reviews everywhere uh, will matter the most, but obviously Apple Podcasts, uh, um, you know, will help more, I guess, because it's just weighted more generally. Does just help, you know, I love all of our Android users and Google users, but generally people that listen to podcasts more or, le- more or less, uh, more than half listen to it through Apple Podcasts. So we would greatly appreciate a five-star review there. And leave it and a we nice would just love comment. to hear your feedback on the show as well. If you if we're doing anything, I mean, if we're doing anything you like, if we anything we need to change, we'd love to hear what you guys think. This or, is a, this is a show for you, or no feedback. Just leave, a, just say, just leave a blank, just write blank comment. Uh, just write a five star review, uh, and then leave one star in the comment. And I'm not so like saying stars. I'm not saying you have to. I'm just saying I would appreciate it because we are in sort of a also a second race that is who and count out of the count out family network can get more uh five-star reviews so i'm not saying that's part of the thing but i'm not saying hit the books is the best show but like but if you helped hit the books get more five-star reviews then we could have more than everybody else um so there we go so just it's not like a race but like if you did that and voted on everybody else but mostly us at least great comments we'd appreciate it uh my cat's on the fanister again so mikey close out the show yep tucker all right well that that wraps it up uh this week for another episode of hit the books thank you so much all thank you all so much for tuning in uh and tuning in every week we cannot wait to get the fast lane coming up uh so go check that out this sunday when it comes out and uh i think you know i think that just leaves me with two words for myself the squad (laughs) you gonna hit the outro music (laughs) you gonna do it you're just gonna let us sit in this? <laughs> I forgot that I do that now. This has been a Count Out Podcast. Hi, guys. This is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. 
We have you covered on all things Deathmatch Wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find your dose of death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Countout Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Countout Patreon, as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to your dose of death podcast very soon. And see you at the shows.